Hey, hello friends, and welcome to this message which is specially handpicked to minister to you and to bless you. I am Pastor Lincoln Seranga, Senior Pastor here at Liberty Christian Fellowship in London. My passion is the pursuit of 100% answered prayer. If that sounds like a good subject to you, why don't you follow me at lincolnseranga.com and also find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and other social media where you will be able to find other messages as well as find access to short courses, coaching opportunities and more. God bless you as you listen to this message. Walking with Jesus, walking like Jesus, and walking as Jesus, um, I'm going to speak under the subject, bearers of his name. Uh, I want to take tiny steps. I'll ask pastors to work with me this month um, as we try and preach into this theme, and not to go too far elsewhere, to try and make the point. So let me explain these three differences, these three areas again. Who shall I pick on here? Who is on team one? I need to bring somebody to stage. <laughs> to help me illustrate. Who shall I pick on? Who is team one? Apollo, shall I? Okay, Apollo. You've been nominated. Apollo will help me. Number one, I am to walk with him. So, Apollo, you and I are going to walk together. Yeah? So, who is Jesus of the two of us? <laughs> so, this is Jesus, and I'm walking with him. Can we walk to the front? I'm walking with him. Walking with Jesus. Now, what happens when you're walking with somebody? What happens when you're walking? We're engaging. As we saw in the Bible, Enoch walked with God and was not for God took him. Walking with somebody means there's a relationship. And uh, we're talking about some level of, of, of relationship. So keyword number one is relationship. Number two is Intimacy. I'm walking with Christ. I'm talking about intimacy with God. We're talking about um, devotion. I am talking to God. Prayer is devotion. Worship. Communion. Walking with God. Yeah? Enoch did it so well that he disappeared. And uh, there's something to celebrate there. I made an argument on, on, on New Year's night. I don't like Enoch too much because we don't hear of anyone he taught how to walk with God. He just did it himself and left no blueprint on how to do it. But he walked with God at such a frequency of intimacy that he and God became one and stepped off the cliff of time and space and disappeared together. Yeah, he's one guy I need to check out in heaven and find out what happened. <laughs> but Enoch walked with God. Now, walking with God, I want you to imagine in your mind that if we walked across the sand, come back with me. Can you imagine it in your mind? If we are walking across the sand, footprints, there are two sets walking with God. Yeah? Now, Number two, projection, number two is what? Walking like Jesus. Now I suggested to you New Year's Eve, it is the, the commandment under walking with, uh, with God is you shall love the Lord your God. Love the Lord. Jesus will say, love me. Walk with me. Love me. Form a relationship with me. 
learn to walk in communion and intimacy. Two footprints, his and mine. But then there's walking like him. Like him. And I suggested to you that walking like him is discipleship. And the model is one of following. So I'm going to follow Jesus. That means he's in front of me. I walk. I'm following Jesus. And in following him, I'm watching him. I'm wanting to imitate his gait and his stance and his posture. Yeah? When he turns, I want to turn. Because I want to be like him. So walking like Christ is about transforming into his image and likeness. Slightly different from walking with him. How many of you know you can be a friend with somebody, but you remain completely different? They like beans, you like posho. Well, beans and posho, okay. <laughs> Wrong illustration, but you know what I mean. They like beans. They are a vegetarian, and you are a carnivore. Like this man is a carnivore. This guy loves his meat. So, so I can walk with somebody and not be like him, strictly speaking. But walking like him means I want to be like you, sir. So let's walk in the stage. You turn this way, you turn that way. Yeah? Uh -huh. I even want to left foot forward. I'm, I'm watching him. I am copying him. I am imitating him because this is like him. I want to be like him. I want to be like him. I want to see how he stands. I was going to pick on somebody in church who evidently, and you sometimes watch this beautiful miracle when a son falls in love with their dad. And you watch them and they stand like that. They even dress like dad if they could. And they watch dad because it's gone to, from just we live in the same house. I want to be like you. It is possible to be a Christian and have no passion. To be like Christ. It's a, it's a problem. <laughs> but it's real. There are some people who are seriously building brand in me. And Jesus is there. But he's like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. No, no, you are not going away. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just making the point that, that there is no passion. to, to you, you, want, you want him to be your buddy. But you don't want him to be Lord. This is lordship. I want to be like you, Christ. Yeah? Now, status number three is interesting. Now, the challenge here is follow me. His word to me is follow me. The first one was like. What was the first one? With me, and it says love me. Love me, love me, love me. Oh, yes, we worship you, Lord. I love you so much. He says, if you love me, then do the things I tell you. Learn to follow me. And become like me. Number three is as me. As me. Do you know what happens in as me? This guy disappears. Because he passes everything to me. So, he boards a chariot and disappears. And he says, now you are as me. I'm gone. You do all my business. When you show up, I've shown up. So board the flight and go. Now, I am not with him in that sense. I'm not like him in that sense. I am as him. How many footprints are in the sand? One. The pair has disappeared. Even when I was following him, you can follow. There's a shuffle. There are two people walked there. They may have been in the same direction, but there were two. But as him, there's only one set of footprints. Because whoever has seen me has seen my father. Is what Jesus said. I have walked with him. And I've walked with him. And I've walked I've walked with him, I've walked like him, 
And now I am as him. If you see me, you have seen him. And Jesus was talking to the disciples about the father. And he kept saying, I do nothing except what I see my father doing. That is follow. I do nothing. The works that I do is my father doing them. They got so cold. They said, okay, Lord, show us the father. He said, but you have seen him. Because I am as him. Because there's been a transfer of identity. There's been a transfer of identity. Have you ever met somebody and said, I wonder who this person reminds me of? Because they have so caught the values, the mindset, even the speech. Uh, I met a guy in, in Uganda, and he preached. I sat there thinking, who is, why does he remind me of somebody? Who is it? Uh, and finally, when I was talking to my uh, inviting host, and he said, who is it? He said, that's Joseph Serrada's disciple. I said, ah, now I get it. What I was seeing was Joseph Serrada. Some of you don't know Joseph Serrada, but he's one of the pastors in Uganda. And this guy is so committed to following him and carrying his identity that it was, it was possible to mistake the two. Because one has become as the other. Are you with me, friends? So God is challenging us in 2022, not just to walk with him, not just to walk like him, but to become as him. As him. It is the highest calling. Yeah? And so these verses, I didn't, I didn't display them, but one of them says, um, those who say that they abide in him must walk even as he walked. Those who say, 1, 1 John 2, 6. Those who, can you find that actually? Marvin, can you find 1 John 2, 6 when you can? And just throw it up there. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't give these to you. But try and find them. I want to talk about identity. As I close. Because I've said so much today. Because what's going on here is an identity thing. You see, we have not fully understood what it means to be born again. Uh, most of us got born again to get out of problems. An evangelist said, come to Jesus <laughs> and you will pay your debts. And you said, uh-huh, you pay my debts? Mm -hmm. Come to Jesus and you'll find a wife. Hey, my bachelor days are finished. Come to Jesus. And you become an overcomer. Hey, I've and so you come as a customer. You come as a consumer. And you don't understand what has happened to you. And now it's okay to come however you come. But after you've arrived, it's time to study your environment and understand what actually happened to me. Because you find everything the evangelist has promised you is coming in patches and some of it is hiding. What's wrong? Why aren't they coming? The evangelist told me everything would change. Why is nothing changing? They showed you the product. They didn't show you how. He promised you the results. And so uh, we end up burdening our pastors and our evangelists and our prophets. We want them to lay hands and let everything happen. Pastor, why didn't I get healed? Uh, and then they say, no, 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 no. You didn't drink enough oil. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. It's generational curses. It's your grandfather to blame. And we then begin to invent all kinds of weird theologies to try and patch up this, this weird experience that we were promised. And it's not happening. So we need to go back and understand the nature of what happened to us. And uh, as I, recently, I spoke to you about the name of Jesus. And I made a point. <laughs> and uh, somebody helped me. I think it was Pastor Bernard who helped me. You see, uh, I, was, I made a point to you here. Because I'm now going into, I'm talking about, remember the subject, bearers of your name. Bearers of his name. We are carriers of the name of Christ. Because when you become as him, I'm talking about as him. We, we are dealing with the issue called a name. 
Everybody say name. Yeah? When we, when we talk about as him, we're talking about carrying his name. Carrying his name. So when I can't make it, recently I was invited to a, a, a ceremony. I said, Pastor, can you come and be present? I said, no, I'll be somewhere. And they said, can you send somebody in your name? Okay, can you send somebody in your name? That means when they see that person, I have arrived. I will carry. Uh, when the person arrives in my name, they are carrying my presence. They are carrying my identity, my status. They will be sat exactly where I would be sat. They will be served the food that was apportioned to me. They will be treated as if it is me. That is us. You see the difference? This is what God has called us into. He has called us into asness. Not just likeness. Asness. Hallelujah. And so I showed you, friends, I tried to explain to you that there's a difference. When we said the name of Jesus, and the point I tried to make was the name Jesus is not the key. It's not Jesus. There are so many Jesuses in, in, in Mexico, in the South, in the Latin, Latino-speaking nations. The name Jesus is freely used. So you find somebody called Jesus Jacobs. You find Jesus. We could start it as a trend. And you bring somebody to dedicate, what is the name of this child? And he says, Jesus Sebunya. He says, Jesus who? And some of us may be offended, but in Latin, Latin, Latin America, Jesus is a name that is given because Jesus is the name Joshua. Actually, in the Jewish language, there is no word Jesus. It's Yeshua or Joshua. <laughs> so when the angel appears to Mary and said, you shall have a son and you shall name his name, you shall call his name Jesus. It wasn't like, say it again, angel, let me write, you know, the, Jesus is a well-known name. Yeshua is a known name in the Jews. So the power was not in the word Jesus. Hello? Because some of us use it like a magic wand. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I remember when the sons of Sceva were trying to cast out a demon. They said, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, the demon said, Jesus, I know. And Paul, I know, but you guys are just flagging a name around. And so the demon nice guy chased them, subtracted their clothes from them. They ran away in their underwear because they thought it is in J-E-S-U-S. And it's okay to say J-E-S-U-S. And we get so excited, my friends. It is not Jesus, the, 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 the word. It is Jesus, the man. It is the person. And when you speak of him, you're not just talking the words. It's not in the magic of the name. It's the man who carries the name. Yeah? And so I wanted I want to focus on the name a little. Uh, now, let me take you back to Philippians 2, verse 9. Philippians 2, 9 to 11. Now, I want you... Let me just remind you of this because it's important as we go forward to understand uh, the, the, um, the, the importance of Jesus. So, on projection, Philippians 2, 9 to 11. The Bible says, and being found, are you there, guys? Are you stuck at the back? Being found, oops, uh, what has happened? Okay. Um. Philippians 2.9. Okay. I think I wanted a verse earlier. I wanted a verse earlier. Let me read the verse earlier, which is verse 8, and then I'll go to 9. It says, being found in appearance as a man, yeah, this is Jesus, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. So we're talking about Jesus growing up, humbling himself, being obedient, dying on the cross. After that, it says, verse 9, therefore, therefore, God has also highly exalted him. When? After dying and rising from the dead, God exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. So, I hope you understand that this name is not the name Jesus. Jesus was given to him by Mary. 
The angel said, you shall call him Jesus. So Mary and Joseph called the boy Jesus. After he dies and is risen from the dead, he is given a name. It is that name which is higher than any other name. That the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Have you noticed this in the name, at the name of Jesus, not the name Jesus? There's grammar there. The name of Jesus, not the name Jesus. Uh-oh. Let's stop down and go into grammar here. Are you there? <laughs> Let's read it again. Therefore God has highly exalted him and given him the name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven, those on earth, and those under the earth, and that every tongue shall confess Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. It is the name of Jesus, not just the name Jesus. The name that Jesus carries. And that's the point I was trying to make. So let me go into the concept of the name. Because we're talking about as. What does it mean to be as Jesus? To be as Jesus is to inherit that name that was given to him. So your passport does not change. But that name that was given to him is transferred to you so that you can carry on his business. Are you with me? Some of you will catch it in a moment. Now, I want us to read 2 Chronicles 7 and verse 14. That's a very popular verse. So, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. You know this verse. Let's finish this so that you're not left hung. And turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Let's go back to the beginning. If my people who are called by my name. God's people are called by his name. I want to say it again. God's people are called by his name. God's people carry God's name. God's people bear God's name. That's why I call this the sermon of this title, Bearers of His Name. So, when an ambassador shows up at an event, he carries the name of the president. It doesn't mean his passport changed. We're talking about name. The name. We're talking about that capacity called a name. And we're coming back with ingraining this thing. You understand that in the name of Jesus, signs and wonders shall be performed. Whatever you ask in my name, you will receive. Demons will be cast out in my name. The sick are healed in my name. Everything is healed in that name. What is the name? We are going to say Jesus. No, it is the name of Jesus. Did I confuse everybody? <laughs> this is where we, we got it mixed up. We thought it, we thought it is healed by saying, Jesus, 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 Jesus. No, it's not a magic chant. It's not a magic chant. It's not J-E-S-U-S. It is the man. It is his status. Please follow me. So, my people who are called by my name. Now, listen to this, friends. God calls Israel as a nation. And gives them his name. Ha! My people, God is saying, Israel are my people. And they are called by my name. Yeah? He actually sends a message to Pharaoh. Says, let my firstborn go. Israel is called God's firstborn. Hmm? They are his people. These are my people. They carry my name. And some people get confused. They think the name that means is Jehovah. That they are carrying the name Jehovah. No, it's not in the verbosity of it. It's not in the etymology of it. It's not in the nomenclature of it. It's not in the alphabet. You understand? The word name. Name is about a status. And we're getting there. Do you understand? <laughs> You understand the name is about a status. And God is saying, Israel carries my name. 
And the people who are called by my name, when they humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wickedness, I'm hearing from heaven and I'm forgiving the sins of the land and I'm healing the land. My God. Did you notice? The people are carrying his name. They're called by his name. But they have problems with humility. I want you to understand the beauty of this. They are not being humbled, does not take the name from them. They are still called by his name. Uh, they have not prayed, they are prayerless people, but they carry his name. They are not seeking his face, but they are carrying his name. They have not turned away from their sinful ways, but they are bearers of his name. Please understand me. First of all, you carry the name, then you learn the behavior. Uh. <laughs> we will get there. You carry the name. You can never earn the name of Jehovah. You can never pray enough until he says, ah, you prayed enough. Now I give you my name. You can never fast enough. You can never bind the devil enough. The name of the Lord is given to you by birth. Aha, uh -huh, we are getting there. The identity of Jehovah is deposited upon the believer by the second birth. Once you are born again, you carry the name of the Lord. I give God some praise. I'm, I'm going to ask you to give him a clap of praise because if you, should, if you had that right, you should, carry, you should, just, yeah, you should just clap. <laughs> so let me make a statement. Identity is bestowed by birth. By birth. Real identity is bestowed by birth. I mean born into a family. That's why we are born again. That's why God had to make it a birth. It is a birth, my friends. John 17, 22. I didn't give this to Marvin. But I'm going to read it. I hope he can find it. 22 and 23. John 17. Ah, is that the one? No, no, that's not the one. I'm, I'm wanted. John 1, 12. John 1, 12. But as many as received them, he gave them the right to become children of God. You see, you read this verse and say, hey, I'm a child of God. Do you understand why you're a child of God? All along, God said, as long as I can stick my identity on them, I'll get things going. Because behavior will take too much time. I need to start with identity, then I'll teach them behavior. Ah, God help me to explain. <laughs> you see, let me give you the example of the Serangas. Because illustrations are always better. Now, this poor girl was a Kalimuzo. And she became a Seranga. Boom! In front of an altar here. Would you take this man to be your wedded husband? To love and cherish? Come and buy and buy till death separates you? And she said, I will. Boom! I put a ring on her finger. She becomes a seranga. Moves from her father's house into my house. Ah, the identity is in place. Before anything begins. We have different values. She prefers to sleep early. I am a late nighter. Do you understand? She Picks up my identity and then learns to walk with me. Identity comes before transformation. Hmm? God first puts his name on you. And he says you are called by my name. And this is what I have made a mistake about all my life. I thought one day I will be perfect in prayer, perfect in fasting, perfect in my temper, perfect in my emotions. My faith will rise to 100%. Then I will carry the name of the Lord. 
mistake, you carry it at the beginning. Hey, hey. <laughs> so, it's a boy. I am told that, uh, where are we, King's College? It's a boy. Marvin comes out. It's a boy. They passed him. He came so early, as you remember. They wheeled him past me. He had the face this size. He's a Seruanga. He did not choose the name. It is bestowed upon him by birth. Now he has to wake up one day and find out what it means to be a seranga. It means getting up on Sunday morning. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> and carrying boxes into a car. And ending up in church every Sunday, stuck in the media team or God, wherever God has placed you. Do you understand? Identity is a crazy thing. You carry it, then it shapes you. You carry it, then it shapes you. Somebody say bearers of his name. Now lift up your hand with me and say, I carry the name of the Lord. <laughs> you carry his name. You carry his name. And it is in that name that demons flee. It's in that name that the sick are healed. It is on you. Now you're going to say, Pastor, I don't even know it, what it is. Well, it's on you. Find it in a drawer or under the bed, wherever you put it. I don't know what you did with it, but you have it. <laughs> it was given to you by birth. John 1, 12, I'm reading, but as many as received him from the day you said, Jesus, I opened my heart. Whether you were coming because you expected a million the following day, whether you came because you thought in two days' time you'll, be, you'll, be, you'll be, have no enemies, however you came, once you received him, God gave you the right to become a child. Those who believed in his name, who were born not of blood, not of the will of the flesh, but of the will, not the will of man, but of God. Born of God. So you are born into a family and you inherit a family name. Bang. So I have Marvin Saranga. I have, first of all, it was Grace Saranga. These days people hyphen Grace Kalimuzo stroke Saranga. They want to carry the, the family name, the, their maiden name. That's not the point. The point is not the nomenclature, remember. We're talking about name. Now, once Grace becomes Lincoln's husband, she has inherited stuff without a choice. When she enters, they say, oh-oh, Pastor Lincoln's wife has arrived. Now, that means she's lumbered with my history, with my reputation, with my issues. My sons are Seruangas. It's not an easy name to say. It's better to be called Smith. Marvin Smith. Oh. <laughs> but you've inherited a name. And growing up, particularly in Africa, where names carry. Do you know why we do a Kwanjula? This is a Kwanjula ceremony, the, pre, the introduction. The family sits and waits for the people coming to collect their daughter because they want to know who are they. What name do they carry? So we sit and wait. Who are you at the door? Huh? And we do all this ceremony. We play it out in our Kwanjula. And people come, there are people at the door. Who are they? Hmm? Hmm? And then they come and they sit. Ah, and then we go, greet them, greet them. Where are you guys from? And then they begin to say, I am so-and-so's son, who is so-and-so's son, who is so -and -so. You have to tell me your lineage because you are about to take my daughter. You have to tell me your name. What do you carry? What is your heritage? What is your reputation? So it plays out as a ceremony, but in ancient life, they were actually finding out where do these guys from? Where are these guys coming from? What is their heritage? What is their identity? It is then that you are, ah, these guys are night dancers. Now, I don't know what night, you guys think night dancers is dancing in a club? No, I'm not talking about dancing in the club at night. 
I'm talking about a witchcraft thing where people wake up at night like a zombies and they go. And they leave the house. And then they go out there and they do weird dances. And uh, tradition says they can dig up the dead and eat them. And so there are families which are known. Those families are night dancers. So when they show up wanting to take your daughter, you say, get out of my house. Your name is associated with night dances. <laughs> Do you understand the power of a name? I'm, I'm trying to illustrate. <laughs> I'm trying to illustrate. So you must tell us your name. What is your name? Where are you coming from? So God says, for those that are born again, I am not going to allow their ancestral names to be their identity. I must bestow upon them a new identity because now they are mine. Not by, by association, by birth. By rebirth. Marvel not that I say unto you that you must be born again. Because your father's ancestry is not good enough. Your mother's ancestry is not good enough. You need to be born again. I don't know whether the young people in this house are hearing me. You must be born again. You cannot hide in your father's faith. You cannot hide in your mother's faith. And because you are in church, you think you are covered. No, marvel not that I say to you that God has got to beget you. And give you a name that will never show up on your passport because it's a spiritual name. And it was deposited on Jesus Christ when he died and rose again. He humbled himself, died the death of a servant. And God has given him a name above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. Because he carries the name. And that name is a spiritual reputation. Please understand. Hey, go and help me preach this. I, I hope you guys are hearing me. So, Israel carries the name of the Lord. Most of them are stubborn, unteachable, fleshly people. They go, God gave God so much trouble in the wilderness, but they were carrying his name. Because he inherited them, he birthed them out of Egypt. He says, they are mine, says the Lord. Don't touch Israel, because they are my people. And because of that, a cloud goes before them by day. And a pillar of fire by night. And food is rained upon them. They carry the name of the Lord. They are bearers of the name of Jehovah God. And so, when you talk about some families, straight away, oh, I, I know that family. <laughs> now, growing up in India means Uganda. There was a man called Mustafa Adrisi. Any, any people who are alive in those days? Did you, did you hear of Mustafa Adrisi? Any other names you, you remember? Of course, Idi Amin himself. <laughs> then there's Nasuru. Any others? Moses Ali. When these names were mentioned, you would quake. The name has been mentioned. <laughs> but you know, it's not in the alphabet. It's in who the person is. And their reputation. We were told these men eat people. They eat people's meat at night just to renew their covenant with demons. These are guys, when you, are, when you receive, you, you tell, we, a car shows up and says, Mustafa Adrisi has sent us to collect you. You knew where you were going by the name alone. I, I want you to capture the sense of a name. So, it's not Mustafa at your door, but it's someone who has come in his name. And so, when, when you look at names, they are huge. Names, when you, when you go to the original word, kabod, from which, which is translated glory, kabod means reputation. Yeah? A person's weight. Wait. 
And when you're walking around the house and say, who is this child? And they say, it's Setongoi. You immediately know. If you are new and that's Setongoi, you say, ha ha. You make the connection. I say, who is that? That's a Seruanga, you know. Oh, Pastor Lincoln's son. Do you understand? It immediately transfers the weight of the family onto that child. They may be two years old. And they may be creating trouble where you are. And you say, what's that child's name? And you say, it's a Tongoi. You say, oh, okay, it's a Tongoi. What do we do now about that? <laughs> you understand the power of a name? Hey, who's that child? It's a Mugabo. Oh, Jackie's child. Oh, my God, Jackie's child. Immediately, they carry the clout of the name of the family. And their reputation and their glory. That's where the word kabod comes from. Kabod. Weight. Glory. I've taken some time here. But I want you to understand that God has made you a bearer of his name. So listen to me. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to bring this one in. So when armies would come, as they would in Bible times, and declare battle. And they say, oh, we are attacking that nation. Then they, hear, they heard Israel was coming around and they were marching. And said, we, we hear there's a, an army marching. Who are they? And they said, they are Israelites. When the name Israel would be mentioned, people would shake. They say, who? Israelites. And people say, oh my God, we are finished. Why? Because we have heard of the fame of their God. How he brought plagues upon the nation of Egypt, killed their firstborn, split the Red Sea, made them walk over dry ground, fed them from heaven. The reputation of their God is upon them. They carry the name of the Lord. My God. You saw Jehovah. <laughs> when you saw Israel, you didn't just see Israel. They carried the name of their God. And the name of their God came with reputation of his works. I am bringing this to the end. Lift up your hand one more time and say, I am a bearer of the name of the Lord. If my people who are called by my name. Liberty, this January, I want you to know, whatever you do, you carry the name of the Lord. Wherever you are, whatever you are, you carry his name. You can wake up and renounce it. Uh, uh, was it New Year's Day? I mentioned Harry, Prince Harry. Prince Harry is a Windsor. Prince Harry is a Windsor. He carries the name Windsor. And Windsor, I mean, there are many people called Windsor in the earth and they have no money into their name. But when we talk about Windsor, the house of Windsor, you're talking about royalty. If you touch Prince Harry, you are touching the crown. However messed up he may be, however out of line, there is an identity he carries and he has to contend with the reality. This name is upon him. He cannot do anything he wants without being picked up by the press, watched by the police, picked up by terrorists. He can't live a normal life because he's part of the house of Windsor. He has to hire bodyguards. He can't drink anywhere he wants. He can't go anywhere he wants. He is part of the house of Windsor. Are you catching something tonight? I'm going to pick on uh, Tendo. Chimulia, I see you there, Tendo. Now, Tendo is part of the Seru Kenya household. <laughs> Let me pick on you. <laughs> I looked at you and thought, this is a good target. Because, you see, I was having a laugh with, uh, with, your, with your auntie Irene. When I talked, sometime here I preached about the name. You see, now, Tendo Chimuli is the grandson of, of Seru Kenya. 
What was his first name, your grandfather? Rest his, his heart. What is his name? Henry. Henry Wasago. Wasanyi Serukenya. My God, did he choose? Henry Wasanyi Serukenya. We grew up singing his songs. Abagenda wanji, abagenda wanji, abagenda munotwagasache. We were little children. We don't know who wrote the song. We grew up singing his songs. Some of you are now going away with these songs. He wrote dramas with Kuraba Koriwala. All those songs were written by him. Now, once you are born his son, you are in problems. Because when you say, when a teacher is saying, What's your name? and you say, Paul Serukenya, ah, ha, 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 ha. We know your dad. And we know he's a national image. Now let's watch and see how you behave. Because you are a bearer of the name Seru Kenya. Do you understand? <laughs> the name is upon you. Now you have to fumble. Find what to do with it. Because it's upon you by birth. Now you have to learn the behavior which fits under the name. And so, uh, uh, your, your auntie Irene was telling me, Irene, come here. said, whenever dad would drop her at the school, and I'm sorry, Irene, does, I hope she doesn't mind me saying, he would tell her, remember the name. <laughs> remember the name. As you step out of my car, you bear my name. And now, it is transferred to Tendo. Of course, there's Chimuli there, but you can't hide. Sometimes we try it and bring in other names because sometimes we try it and the parents give us. But you remain a Seru Kenya. Now, Chimuli goes and this one goes now and marries. I, I was about to give. <laughs> this is not prophetic, uh, Tendo. Let's say you, you marry, you marry Tanisha. She immediately becomes Tanisha Chimuri Serukenya. It's a continuation of a legacy. Huh? And now, if it is a Kwanjura, the family wants to know, uh-huh, who is marrying you? Tell us whose son is he. Whose name do they carry? I'm glad to say to you, friends, today, I carry the name of the Lord. I carry the name of the Lord. I may carry my father's name physically, but God has given us a name that is above every name. Huh? And when Tendo grows up and observes his father and learns his ways and walks behind him and follows him and forms a relationship and walk with him. Huh? He opens up the capacity for his father to say, as I am, so are you. Here are the keys to the home. Here are the keys to my car. Here is the PIN number to my account. Whatever I have is yours. You draw freely from my account. If you say amen, I have said amen. If you say no, I have said no. Whatever you bind is bound. Whatever you loose is loosed. Whatever you ask in my name is yours. Now we understand what Christianity is about. We thought it was about Jesus, Jesus. No, it's not shouting the name. <laughs> it is carrying the name. Stand to your feet if you are trying to follow me. Stand to your feet. We need to close this. It's about carrying the name. It's carrying the name. So, it's not just walking with him or like him. It is walking as him. Whoever has met Tendo has met Paulo, his father. Because you will see his values. There will be distinction. 
but they will be the same brand. Give us some background music. Set the atmosphere. Now, let me tell you, friends, and I'm sorry I've preached long. Most of us have refused to embrace that name and to carry it. We are still carrying our ancestors' names. Some of you even now, you are making your appointment with your prophet, wherever they are, to deliver you from your grandmother's curses. When God has given you another heritage, another lineage, <laughs> you understand? So we need to understand what we carry. Lift up your hands to God right now. As you begin 2022, don't waste your time by thinking you will ever earn the name of the Lord. It has been given to you, free of charge. You are called by his name. And I didn't go far enough. But I'll, I'll pick up on this another time. But you see, one of the Ten Commandments says, You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Don't carry this name in vain. It's not about swearing. People thought carrying the name of the Lord in vain or taking the name of the Lord in vain is saying, Jesus. No, no, it's not about saying that, Jesus. That is not the name. The name, my friend, is an identity. God is saying, don't carry my identity with no results. You shall not carry my identity with no results. You shall not bear my name in vain. Understand, I have sent you forth as my emissaries into the earth. Whenever a door opens and you step in, the ambassador of heaven has arrived. You have a place at the high table. There are provisions for you as a son of God, as a child of God. And we need to, resi we need to resign from this self-hatred and self-deprecation and self-doubt and self-hatred. How dare you contend with the God who has declared that he has given you his name? Why do you keep labeling yourself with names that are not your name? For God has given you his own name. He has bestowed you with his identity. And the devil has lied about who you are. Some of you have put names of diseases and they've become your identity. Today, in the name of Jesus, I declare to you, you bear the name of the Lord. Bear the name of the Lord. And to say we are saying yes as we step into 2022, we're going to learn to carry that name, to bear that name, to stand in that name, to speak in that name, to pray in that name, to operate under that name. And we will walk in it and represent our Father on earth.